You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go. It is episode number 54 of the Rosie Report, Queen City edition, as we join you once again from Cincinnati, Ohio, where the Guardians are taking on the Reds in their annual interleague meeting that features four games this season, two down here in Cincinnati and then two back in Cleveland toward the tail end of the season. Good show lined up for you today. In just a little bit, we will hear from Andre Jimenez, who had a huge weekend down in St. Pete to really get rolling offensively. And we'll talk to him about that turnaround for him and also some great defensive plays that he has made following up a gold glove season with another gold glove type season. We'll see how that transpires after the year. But first, a look back at Tuesday night's 3-0 win, the 13th shutout of the season for the Guardians. And this time, the starting pitcher, rookie Logan Allen. Trying to keep up with the two before him in the rotation, Tanner Bybee and Gavin Williams, who have both thrown extremely well. And you can put Allen in that mix, too, as he continues to go out there and be extremely impressive. He was on Monday, excuse me, Tuesday night. He was again with six strong innings this time. Then the bullpen helped out complete the shutout with Emmanuel Classe, Trevor Steffen, and Angel De Los Santos wrapping things up with Classe earning another save. So uh, good stuff from Logan Allen, and after the game, he talked about getting two runs early thanks to Cole Calhoun's first inning two-run single and what that meant for him. No, anytime we're scoring a two runs, put it before you even go out there. Uh, you know, my job is just go out there, put up a zero, and get, get the guys back in there and swing it again. I know for a lot of us looking at their roster, we see a lot of young guys, but I know you've probably faced a lot of these guys maybe in the minors coming up or some, and how much does that help you if you have? Yeah, just, just seeing guys, um, you know, even just being able to get a guy out once, just kind of always kind of having that in the back of your head, knowing that you can do it again or a certain pitch might work. Um, I think that definitely helps, but uh, it's probably been a little bit since I've seen some of these guys, and, you know, these guys are able to make adjustments so well that, you know, I bat to a bat, that's, all, that's really all we're trying to do is just manage the adjustments we're making. The Brennan play, obviously it's a big inning again. They lost 2-1, and just what does that do to, to, for you to see that ball caught and then him to throw out to Cruz? Yeah, I mean, he's an aggressive player. Um, you know, he tried, tried to be aggressive there, try to, you know, take, put a chance to get two guys in scoring position. But uh, Brian made a great play. I mean, he's been making great plays all year. That was huge for us. And the momentum we needed to kind of go get, throw up a zero there in an inning and, uh, you know, keep the bullpen, keep the bullpen with a clean inning. For you guys, just uh, what's Cole Calhoun been like for you guys? Because he keeps talking. He just told me these guys have made me feel young. But what has he done, <laughs> what has he done for you guys and how he, how he carries himself? Oh, just a veteran presence. Uh, obviously, being such a young team that we are, we all kind of, you know, look to, to a guy like that, especially him and Loriano, you know, coming in here and just being that veteran presence that we need, a, a staple in the lineup that we can all, you know, rally around. And, you know, he's been a huge part of, a, of, of our wins as of late. So great to have him around for sure. Logan, it looked like you were holding the ball up a lot uh, just because I think they lead the league in, in stolen bases. Was that on your mind a lot tonight? Yeah, I'm definitely conscious of it. Um, an aggressive team on the base pass. Um, you know, they, they do what they can to get themselves in scoring position. So any time we can keep the guy on first base, keep the double play in order, it you know worked out. We got a double play there in the fifth inning, so uh, it definitely helped. But yeah, definitely 
conscious of that. They're, they're an aggressive team and just you know, being ready for it. That's Logan Allen. What a year he has going in this, his rookie major league season. Also, after the game, manager Terry Francona weighed in on Allen's performance. But tonight might have been one of his better, like getting this breaking ball underneath some of the right-handed, you know, getting some swing and miss and some chase on it. Um, I thought he was terrific. I thought, I thought Brendan's play on De La Cruz, that was huge because at the time, you know, it's that really changed the game. Changed the order, and and, and I know there's going to be hundreds of bats, <laughs> but for the first time he goes, Jose goes up hitting second. For that to work out the way it did, what does that, what does that do for you? To you see? know what, though? I mean, truth be told, you put Jose anywhere, he's going to be a good hitter. We're just trying to figure out a way to to maximize him. That's the best way I can put it. We talk about the competition between Bybee, between Williams, but Logan Allen got here first. What, is, what does it say about him? He may not blow up the you know the radar gun, but he's he fights just like they do. No, and he he's, he competes like crazy. He does a he holds the run, you know, he controls the running game. Um, and you're gonna see him like he could have kept going. I told him that time. I said, hey, don't don't you think that I don't think you can keep pitching? I just have an obligation to these kids to. We gotta gotta keep our thumb on him a little bit. Is his demeanor as consistent as it seems? It just seems really even keeled. Very, I'd say very. He, you know, I've seen a couple times maybe as he has been here now, see him maybe say something when he's coming in, but pretty pretty low key. Gonzo turned out all right. I know that was kind of scary. yeah. It was real scary because when you when you sounded like hit the bat and that. You know, but he went down and kind of told him because he said he was doing better. I said, "Can you run the bases?" Because he's our DH. I thought, well, at least we can see how he's doing. He came back in and tested out real good. James came up and said, "He's he's he's ready to go." And nice to see him get a hit and hit the ball. Yes, yes. You sort of alluded to the play already, but just how impressive has it been to see Will wherever you guys put him in the outfield? Really, have strong, be strong. That was a that was a really. That was a really heads-up play all the way around. You know, if he just puts his head down or if he takes a step, because I didn't think it was a bad play by their guy. I mean, it ends up being a runner on third and two outs. But that's the kind of baseball he plays, and I think Will was ready for it, fortunately. I don't know he's a player for the other team, but he had on the field to see a day like Cruz. And I don't know if he's in spring training, but just guys all remark when he, after they come off the field after watching it. Calhoun was, Calhoun was like, God, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I uh, know he's he's a talent. That's you know what? It, it, it's hard when you're playing a team. You you don't want to see him do well, but it's good for our game. That's Tito talking about the 13th shutout of the season as the Guardians continue to be neck and neck with the Milwaukee Brewers for Major League Baseball supremacy in terms of shutouts. Part of the offense, especially over the weekend when the Guardians went wild offensively down in uh, St. Pete in that series with the Rays, Andres Jimenez. We had a chance to visit with him on Tuesday before the game with translation help from our good friend Augie Rivero. And we talked to Andres about his big weekend and some good things happening at the plate for him. Yo creo que los resultados esta vez me acompañaron. He estado desde hace un tiempito. I feel like what you mentioned this year has been kind of like a roller coaster, but I feel in reality this the difference with this series was that the results were kind of like a little bit on our side. 
a lot was on our side, but in general, with the same preparation, the same routines that we've been doing the whole year, so obviously that helped us a little bit to get the results we wanted. But yeah, as you mentioned, this definitely has been a roller coaster. Has it been a real positive learning experience, though, about you know the ups and downs of the game that can be really challenging? Sí, claro. Eh, todo, todo yo lo tomo como un aprendizaje. Yeah, it's really important to always take it as a, as a learning experience, you know, and most importantly, that it doesn't only happen to me, it happens to a lot of players, and, and obviously the important part of these learning experiences, if you make the most of it, if you try to learn from them and use them not only for this year, but also for my career. So I think, you know, it's very important to, to get all those lessons and make it a, as, a, as a good learning experience. The team offensively had a, a good weekend too, without Jose Ramirez, and I know that can be difficult because he means so much to this lineup, but but why do you think things clicked in uh, offensively as a team over the weekend? Sí, la verdad es que es que es difícil, pero siento que todos los muchachos asumimos I think we recognize not having him in the lineup. Ramirez is obviously something that each each one of us has to take like take up a little bit of responsibility. So that's why I feel like it worked. Everybody felt like they had to pinch in a little bit more of their offensive responsibilities, knowing that we didn't have Ramirez, as we know, as the leader of this offense. So I felt like it, the conclusion was that we had to put it together and, and contribute something else as, a, as an offense, as a group. So I, I felt that's what happened this series. Andre Jimenez joining us with Augie Rivero alongside as well, and uh, Andre, some tremendous plays defensively. You you have a gold glove already, but it seems like this year you, you become even stronger defensively with a challenge. Uh, how has the shift or lack of shifts impacted how you play defense and what you can do? Sí, siento que ha sido un poquito distinto. Siento que me costó un poquito adaptarme. Yeah, obviously it's been quite an adjustment, you know, being without the shift. I particularly like the shift defensively because it allowed me to play in places that I wasn't too used to playing before. And that kind of like make it a little more fun because, you know, I was somehow in the outfield trying to make plays that always, you know, keep me in my toes because I was on my natural position. So it's been an adjustment. I can I have to acknowledge that it's been more difficult, but but at the same time, it's just it's just what the game is offering. And, and it's been an adjustment uh, so far, but so far we're getting results, but I recognize it's been a difficult adjustment. When you do make a great play, it seems like you enjoy the heck out of it. I mean, it, you, there's a big smile. What does it mean to you when, when you can take a base hit away from someone or or start a double play in, in spectacular fashion? I really like it a lot playing defense. I think it's very, I mean, exciting for me. I think it's one of my virtues as a defender, as a player, and I take a lot of pride in the defense. You know, most importantly, that feeling that I know and helping the the pitcher. I mean, get make his job a little bit easier, so I take a lot of pride in, in, this, in the fact that I'm helping them be a better pitcher in a way. So, you know, I take a lot of pride in it. It's really exciting for me. A lot of people just only think about offense, but I feel about offense and also defense. And I think it's a, it's a part of the game that I enjoy a lot. A couple of new double play partners here after the trade deadline with Brian Rokio, Gabriel Arias. What are you seeing in them as they get deeper into their major league careers? No, because they have done very well. It's very gratifying to see them play the, the, the position, you know, I've been very lucky in my career, throughout my career to play with people who, who play the shortstop position very well, you know, they have that sweet, smooth movement in them, so I feel like I, it's, it's really nice to see those, that nature of movement in, in them, both in Aries and Rocchio, and especially that we've been able to, to put that play together at the right time, at the right moment, helping the team, so I feel it's been really special. And most importantly, also the fact that they're Venezuelan, so that's an extra sense of pride for me being able to play with them and and, and making really good plays for the helping the team as well. Andres, always good to have you along. Thanks for the visit. No, thank you, Augie. Thank you. Thank you, guys.
That's Andre Jimenez, and uh, it hasn't been easy at times for him this season, but uh, just a, at least outwardly a, a real positive attitude, and he keeps working and, and uh, trying to get to a really good place and be more consistent down the stretch. But again, he, he feels confident that he's had a good year. It just hasn't always reflected in the raw numbers compared to a year ago. But again, I think we saw over the weekend the potential there for Andre Jimenez. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup episode number 54 in the books. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you as always for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. <laughs>